You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. So my name is Marga and I'm a recovering OA member. Hi, Marga. And it's really good to be here, and Jenny asked me to speak today about Step 10, and so I was rereading it last night, and in the 12 and 12, and sort of jotting down some notes, but I think I'd like to share my experience, strength, and hope with it, and kind of go from there. Uh, In the beginning, before I started recovery, I didn't know what... (laughs) taking a personal inventory meant. And oftentimes, I, my understanding of it was, before I was introduced to the stuff, that it was taking another person's inventory and uh, judging, fault finding, pointing out things in other people that were probably qualities, traits that I struggled with. And needless to say that really left me feeling ultimately uncomfortable with myself, (laughs) not very serene. And so that's sort of what brought me to the rooms ultimately was my desire to want to get away from that. And step 10, what is step 10? The spiritual principle of step 10 is perseverance. And it is to continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And something that I've learned throughout the years is that it's really important to take my own inventory and not someone else's. And to identify where I was at fault, not where someone else was at fault. Because when I, when I do it that way, I'm really working a step. And when I don't do it that way, I'm just not working the step. And so I started working the steps in 2002 in another program, and I was introduced to the steps. It was laid out on a wall in one of the meeting rooms. And I got a sponsor, and I met with her, and she sort of walked me through the different steps. And I didn't know at the time that I was being introduced to this step, But later I realized that I had been because step 10 really is a a culmination of all the steps. So it includes step 1 through 9, ideally every day. And so something that I read in the literature that I thought was really good was a quote that said, repetition is the only form of permanence that nature can achieve. And what it meant by that is that by repeating steps one through nine daily, that this allows spiritual growth and happiness without resorting to excess food or under eating or compulsive behaviors. 
And when I read that, I thought that's that's really seems really important <laughs> because I realized when I got here, I was felt very depressed and lo alone, and and I didn't want to uh, sink into that again. I had experienced enough of that. And so the spiritual step, the spiritual principles of each step are the following: Step one, spiritual principle is honesty. Step two, spiritual principle is hope. Step three is faith. Step four is courage. Step five is integrity. Step six is willingness. Step seven is humility. Step eight is self-discipline. And step nine is love. According to the 12 and 12. I did not come up with that. <laughs> it's come up by, it was created by other OAs and they authored the 12 and 12. So what is the purpose of step 10? The purpose of step 10 is to identify and remove from our path stumbling blocks such as pride, fear, anger, self-pity, greed, and other emotions that are bringing pain into our lives and keeping us from evolving spiritually and emotionally. And the key phrase is identify because if I'm not even aware of what I'm struggling with, how can I become willing to want to change that behavior? And so that was something that really stood out to me. So it seems like self-awareness is really important and that I was supposed to become aware of my part in the situation every day and And to become aware of maybe my motives and my emotions and how I reacted to certain events throughout the day. And so probably the next question is, well, what in what ways can I take a personal inventory? And there are several ways to take a personal inventory. There's not specifically one right way to do it. There's the mental inventory. There's the spot check inventory. <coughs> which is self-reflection and can help you identify actions we need to take to restore us to serenity. Uh, something as simple as reciting the serenity prayer can be a way of stepping out of resentment into acceptance of the situation or people in the situation. Another way of practicing it is returning to the third step. And this is something that I have maybe struggled with throughout the years, maybe like a lot of other people in the program, where I take my will back and I want to control the situation and I want it to go my way, and but then I suddenly don't feel so serene. And so returning to the third step is a way of working the tenth step. So a way in which I've done that visually is to... I, I've created a God can and I would write anything troublesome on a piece of paper and just stick it into the God can. And that was my way of doing the third step and sort of a tenth step. Another way is writing out a, a tenth step, putting our thoughts and feelings down on paper, which helps us to understand our actions and reactions. And that's a, a tool that we use, the tool of writing, which we read or review at every how meeting. And that's something that I've tried to do diligently throughout the past several years. And I ended up filling 10 to 15 journals 
<laughs> with my thoughts and feelings down on paper and how I reacted to a situation. And it just helped me sort of develop an awareness of myself, but also to see uh, how I pretty much just see what I used to eat over in black and white. And it was all on paper for me to see. Other ways to take an inventory is to refer to a list of defects and assets, and that would include fear versus faith, resentment versus acceptance, greed versus generosity, and so on. And what fears did I experience today and how did I react to them? Uh, and becoming aware of our true motives and emotions and identifying where we were resentful, dishonest, fearful, self-seeking, and inconsiderate. And that's part of the tenth step in the big book. I can't cite the page number, but I know it's in there. And, and sometimes we can just write it out and keep it to ourselves. I found that I've done that, but if I really feel like a strong urge to share it with somebody that I trust, I can go ahead and do that and just select someone and just share it with that person. The last part of the 10th step is, quote, when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Now, in the past, this is a part of the 10th step that I've struggled with due to maybe my ego or pride or just wanting to be right and not wanting to see my part and say, hey, I'm sorry, this is actually how I harmed you and this is how I want to change my behavior in the future. So the second part of the 10th step is when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And there are some options here, too. So first, I can discuss my defects or assets with the higher power or sponsor or another person, turn the traits or defects over to a higher power, maybe put it, write it on a piece of paper, put it in the God can, or ask my higher power to remove them and make amends where appropriate. And something as simple could be like saying, hey, I'm sorry, I did this, and the next time I'll do this. Uh, another way of practicing this part of the step is to imagine how I might behave if I did not have that particular character defect. For example, if I'm late a lot to the meetings, which I have been, I can imagine myself arriving on time or arriving early to help out or something like that. Uh, if I have a, a bad habit of, if I have, if thanks, if I have a bad habit of not following the traffic rules, I can, <laughs> and I laugh not because I do that routinely, but I have done that in the past. If they don't follow the traffic rules, I can imagine myself following the traffic rules, stopping at the, stopping at the pedestrian walk, uh, signaling, just trying to drive the speed limit, that sort of thing. Uh, those are character defects that I could easily address, but there are other character defects which, like it says in the 12 and 12, might require professional help to deal with deeply rooted psychological problems. And I've known of members that have gone to therapists, and personally I've seen a therapist for certain issues, and that's completely acceptable. 
that's what I've learned throughout the years. Uh, do I do the 10th step perfectly? No, I've never done the 10th step perfectly. And I probably could do it more often, but when I compare myself to how I do it now compared to before recovery, I do it a lot better because I actually do it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so to me, it seems like the, the key part of the 10th step is really having a self, having a degree of self-awareness because if I'm not aware of my feelings and motives and my reactions, I'm really just kind of <coughs> stuck and can't make any progress. So my desire to work the step really stems from my desire to not return to old behaviors like, like compulsive eating or compulsive undereating or behaviors that caused me more problems. And so uh, something that I've struggled with occasionally, which is just one of my character defects, is self-pity. Sometimes I feel self-pity because life's not going the way I want it to, or people aren't acting the way that I want them to, or whatever. And I find that when I can identify that, oh, I'm feeling self-pity. What I do now is I try, to, I try to send a gratitude list to somebody else from the meetings, whether they asked for it or not. <laughs> because I need to, I know where self-pity leads me. In the past, self-pity has led me to the food, obviously. It's led me to other self-destructive behaviors. And I just can't afford to engage in that anymore. I just cannot afford to do that. Uh, so, and also I've been very open to receiving gratitude lists from other members. Please send me your gratitude lists so that I can be kind of grounded in their gratitude. Uh, another way of uh, working the 10th step is to continue going to meetings. And sometimes I can hear at the meetings that what others share about how they work the 10th step or how they realized they felt a certain way and instead of turning to the food, they reacted in another positive way that helped them work through the issue and, and they grew from that. And uh, I, I've also learned that sometimes people take my inventory, mm. and they're not always right, but there are times, like for example, my work situation, where uh, I was, where somebody took my inventory, and I was able to think or say to myself, maybe that person's right. Mm -hmm and sort of try to view it from their perspective and also try to envision a new way of behaving. And so there are really a lot of ways of working the 10th step. And I haven't, there's not a specific way to do it, but 
these are just sort of some suggestions in which I've done and five more minutes that's 15 yeah okay uh, what else do I need to say another expression for the 10 step is that it's if it's done diligently or consistently in terms of the 10 step that that can maybe prevent me from having a very, very long fourth step the next time I do the fourth step. Mm -hmm. The tenth step is, is sort of an abbreviated fourth step and step one to nine. And <clears throat> it has given me a lot of spiritual growth and a lot of spiritual strength. And I've gone through so much paper that I, one point, I took all these journals to the shredding center and I felt kind of uh, very aware of the amount of paper that was being shredded. <laughs> and I thought, you know, how much is this going to cost to have it shredded? And the guy told me this really small amount of money, like three, four dollars. And I thought, okay, this is doable. So I just took kind of a collection of my 10 steps to the shredding center and got rid of it. And that was, that gave me a lot of relief. Hmm. Uh, another way of working the 10 step is not only imagining how to act out a, a new behavior, but maybe uh, asking somebody else how they might act out the opposite of a character defect. What would you do in this situation? Sometimes there are people in my life that are teachers and I can just learn from them just from watching their behavior. If I feel confused and I don't know how to act out a new behavior in terms of making amends, I can sometimes find role models or people in my environment who readily show me how to do it. And I just need to be open to maybe the way that they do it and let go of my pride and so i think i'm done and i'm really glad i was able to make it today and thank you everybody for showing up i like this meeting and i hope whoever listens to this internationally or nationally will um, receive help from my share and thank you for listening thank you.